Discover the tips and strategies that will help you achieve your retirement goals. I'm your host, James Canole, and this is the podcast dedicated to helping you retire well. It all starts right here on Ready for Retirement. Welcome back to another episode of Ready for Retirement. I'm your host, James Canole. And today we begin the fourth of four questions in our Countdown to Retirement series. Now, this series was designed to say that if you really want to know if you're retired, you should be able to answer yes to four distinct questions. The first question was, do I have enough money? The second question is, have I had enough work? The third question was, do I know what I will do when I retire? And today we're going to cover the fourth question. What you'll notice is only the first question had anything to do with finances. So often people have this vision of retirement where they think they're gonna, it's going to be like, and they think the only thing holding them back is the financial side of things, of have I saved enough money? Have I put enough into my 401k? Is my pension high enough? Have I maxed out my social security? And that's always very important. That's the focus of a lot of the planning I, I do with clients. But what people don't anticipate is this, the softer side of things, the expectations, the, the things that they think they're going to get out of retirement that sometimes happen and sometimes they don't. And today, the fourth question in our four-part series is, is your spouse ready for you to retire? Now, this may come as a shock. Now, if you're, of course, if you're not married or if you're single going into retirement, this, this won't matter so much to you. But a fidelity study, a recent fidelity study recently showed that one in three spouses have misaligned expectations when it comes to retirement. Another study that was done by the Institute of Economic Affairs found that retirement increased the risk of clinical depression by 40%. And that's not a fun thing to talk about, but these are all, this is oftentimes a reality. And so setting this expectation up front of some things, some pitfalls, falls that you can be aware of so that you can avoid them is very, very important as you go into retirement. So today's question, the focus of today is going to be, is your spouse ready for you to be done working? And again, the point to all of this is, is knowing that you could have all the money in the world, but if you don't have an enjoyable retirement, if you don't have a fulfilling retirement, then we've really missed the point here. So in today's episode, as we're talking about, is your spouse ready for work or is your spouse, I'm sorry, ready for you to be done with work? Is your spouse ready for you to be able to retire? There's five things that we're going to talk through. And these are five areas that can cause conflicts. I've seen this happen and it happens frequently. And some of these areas maybe you're aware of, but I think for the most part, you might not be. And so understanding what pitfalls exist in terms of your relationship with your spouse and how that sometimes things change when you retire is the important first step into understanding, is your spouse ready for you to retire? So let's get started with this. The first one, it just comes down to misaligned expectations. Again, that fidelity study that I just referenced, and I'll include it in the show notes for today. You can find that at readyforretirement.co and search for this episode. One in three spouses going into retirement have misaligned expectations as to what retirement's going to look like. Maybe one spouse stays at home and is already retired, and they're thinking that the, the retiring spouse, once they retire, well, they're going to have a lot of time on their hands. With a lot of time on their hands, they're going to help out with a lot of projects around the house. They're going to get to some things that maybe you've been getting to or not getting to for the past few years. That may be the case, but maybe the retiring spouse is thinking, hey, I'm retiring. I'm going to go play more golf. I'm going to go spend more time with friends. I'm going to go spend time doing whatever it is. And those misaligned expectations can create friction in that relationship, and it can create some conflict when that retirement first happens. Or maybe one spouse envisions a retirement where you retire and the both of you are are, uh, together all the time. Now you have 24 hours a day to spend together. That may be one spouse's expectation, but the other spouse is saying that now that you have all this free time, it's more time to spend with friends. It's more time to spend with family. It's more time to spend pursuing hobbies that you've been able to pursue in a long time. 
So misaligned expectations can create that conflict if they're not addressed ahead of time. So misaligned expectations is one of those things that you need to get in order really to be able to align expectations in order for you to feel like you can retire and not just have you be ready for retirement, but have your spouse be ready for you to retire as well. Number two is bringing the workplace home. By the time that you're done working, chances are good. You've probably moved up in whatever company you're in. You may have a high level position, maybe a managerial position. Maybe you had your own company. But when you have that, you're, in, you're, you're used to being in charge. You're used to calling the shots and you're used to people doing things the way you want them to be done. Well, that doesn't just go away when you retire. If you retire and you're used to that type of an experience, oftentimes your spouse is the one that becomes the on the opposite end of that. They're the ones that you're now bossing around. They're the ones that you are now managing, maybe the way that you're used to manage a team. So when you bring the workplace home, this is a conflict I see as well. Of you no longer have that outlet in the workplace to be able to manage and be able to direct. And so it's now your spouse or it's the people you're closest with at home that you begin to manage and direct. This can show up in terms of directing how the home is organized, how your time is spent, what groceries are or are not purchased. It can be very big things or it can be very little things. But bringing the workplace home and wanting to still maintain that sense of control, that sense of just leadership or management that you had in the workplace, that can be great in some ways, but it can hurt your relationship with your spouse and others if you bring that home with you when you retire. So making sure that you have expectations set on what, what life will look like today versus what will life will look like when you are no longer working and don't have that same outlet as a manager or as a boss and making sure that you're both on the same page with that is very important. The third thing is money. Now, hopefully in part one, and if you haven't listened to the first part of this four step part process, go back and listen to that. Just talking about, do you have enough money to retire? Hopefully you've addressed this by then. But what I do see a lot of spouses get into conflict with is how money will be spent in retirement. Maybe one spouse says we're retired. It's time to travel the world. It's time to spend, spend extravagantly. It's time to do all the things that we wanted to do. Whereas the other spouse is a little bit more cautious saying, yes, we're retired. We, we don't, we are now on a fixed income. We're now living on our investments. We need to make sure that this lasts and they might want to be a little bit tighter with money. They might want to be a little bit more conservative with how things are managed. So this is something that should be set expectations ahead of time of how are you going to manage finances as a couple? How are you going to determine what things you say yes to and what things you say no to now that you're in retirement? And again, this comes with understanding how much do you have and how much can you safely generate between social security or pension or other investments. But it also comes down to your comfort level with that. Even if you can spend it, some spouses I've seen a lot just aren't comfortable doing that. They're not comfortable spending something that they took their whole lifetime to build. And there's differences. One spouse tends to be more of a spender in most relationships and one spouse tends to be more of a saver. So understanding those different dynamics is going to be important in terms of determining how you're going to treat money when it comes to retirement and how much you spend. A fourth area that I see people struggle with when it comes to retirement is, is depression. And it's not fun to talk about it. And I, I referenced a study that showed that you're 40, you're 40 percent more likely to suffer from clinical depression after retiring. Now, what happens is work provides a lot of purpose in your life. Work provides a place that you, you, you have that outlet. You Whatever your skill set is, whatever your gifts are, you can apply them. There's purpose. There's meaning to it. And when that's taken away, if it's not replaced by something equally purposeful or equally valuable to you, a lot of people go through depression. They've gone their whole lives having something to do and when that something is taken away, and, then, and many times it's taken away by choice, they choose to stop working there, 
that can lead to depression. And that doesn't only impact the spouse that feels depressed about no longer having that, it impacts their spouse. It impacts the spouse that now has to deal with that. And maybe it's the both of you dealing with it. So there, this, this is obviously a much deeper thing than just the financial side of things, but understanding that expectation, that it is challenging sometimes for people to go into retirement and not have the structure, not have the purpose, not have the meaning that they once had. So understanding that and knowing what things that you're going to replace that with. This goes back to our last episode of do you know what you're going to do when you retire? So be sure to give that a listen if you haven't already. But making sure that you have something that's going to be meaningful and purposeful for you, because if not, I see many people retire and absolutely have blessed. And, and there's really not, they, they love not having work to do anymore. But I see too many people retire and feeling that depression or feeling that void of something that they once had that they no longer have in their lives. Another thing that can lead to depression is actually health. So you can, you might spend years romanticizing about what retirement's going to look like and the trips you're going to take and the travel you're going to do and the activities you're going to be involved with. But by the time you retire, potentially you or potentially your spouse, maybe your health isn't fully there. That can be difficult when your dream and your vision of what you've always thought retirement would look like if you're not able to do it because of one of you is health issues or you just don't have the same energy you thought you would have at that time. That can be a struggle, especially if you feel like you're not able to do that because of spouse health or because of something they're not able to do. So just getting expectations set accurately and appropriate expectations goes a long way into understanding the, the, the pitfalls that could come, the expectations or the missed expectations that could come so you can get ahead of them before you actually do this. And then finally, the fifth pitfall that I see between spouses when it comes to retirement is disenchantment. If again, you romanticize what retirement's gonna look like. You romanticize about how great life is gonna be when you're free of your nine to five, or you're free of the, the hours that you're working at your, your workplace, and it's great. Maybe you spend the first couple months, the first couple years even, and you're traveling and you're doing the things that you wanna do, but you're gonna get to a point where that may wear off. The honeymoon phase of retirement wears off and you can become very disenchanted with it. When you see that you have long days, you don't necessarily have things to fill those days with. And I don't want to say this in a scary way as if this is everyone's experience, because it's certainly not. But I do want to make sure that you do know what things you are going to do with your time, whether it's time with family, whether it's hobbies, whether it's volunteering, whether it's another part time or even full time encore type career. That's why the last episode that we recorded of do you know what you're going to do when you retire is so important because you need something to fill your time with. You're not going to be fulfilled. You're not probably going to have the experience you're looking for if you just retire and then have nothing to do all day. So disenchantment can impact both spouses, but it can also impact your relationship between spouses because when you're disenchanted or when you're feeling like retirement's not all it's cracked up to be, you've got all day long to do nothing but complain. And sometimes you're complaining to your spouse and that can cause issues there. So understanding what you're going to do goes a long way, not just in terms of giving you a more fulfilling retirement, but also in terms of keeping your relationship with your spouse the best it possibly can be through those years. So those are the five areas that I see people struggle with when it comes to, is your spouse ready for you to retire? Your spouse may not be ready for you to retire because of misaligned expectations, and that's going to cause an issue. Or number two, maybe you're bringing the workplace home like we talked about. Number three, money. Are you on the same page with your spouse when it comes to money and how you're going to spend it? Number four, depression. Are, are making sure that you have something to do so that you're fulfilled and doesn't create any conflict with your spouse. And then number five, the disenchantment. Making sure, again, that you have your schedule filled with things that are meaningful to you, because if not, it can cause conflict between you and a spouse. Now, none of these things even mention the most obvious of is your spouse ready for you to retire because it means you might be home all day 
That's a big one in many cases. Is your spouse really retire, really ready for you to retire and be home all day? That's another expectation doesn't really fall into any one of these in particular, but really goes through all of them. So talk with your spouse, understand if you do retire, do almost like a dress rehearsal. What is a day gonna look like for you to feel like you are really having an amazing retirement and how does that fit in with both spouses? So those are five common areas that I see spouses have issues or have conflict with when it comes to one spouse retiring and the other not being fully ready for them to do so because they haven't really addressed each of these areas. So what we'll do next is, is just understanding what are some things that you can do now ahead of the time that you retire in order to create the best possible scenario, the best possible outcome for you when you actually do so. So how do you fix some of this? Well, number one is just share your vision. Understanding what does retirement look like for each of you? As I mentioned, one in three couples have misaligned visions when it comes to retirement, and they don't even know it. They just have the expectation that whatever they think retirement's going to be like, maybe their spouse thinks the same thing. Or when they say travel, they might think of travel of, hey, we're going to spend three, four months living in a different place, and we're going to continue to do that. While their spouse might think of travel as we're going to take a one-week trip to Europe or to Asia or to wherever it is once or twice a year. So even if you say, yes, we both want to travel, travel can mean different things to different people. So fully share your vision. The more clear, the better, so that you and your spouse are on the same page with that. Number two, set appropriate expectations. So set expectations so that you both understand what retirement will look like. How much time do you plan on spending together? What activities are you each excited to be able to pursue when you're no longer going to the workplace? What are other things in terms of how much time you're spending with family or friends together all of that are very, those are all very good things to be sharing ahead of time. So you have the same expectations going into retirement as in terms of what it will look like. Maybe you're already there. And if that's the case, great. A lot, a lot of people are. A lot of people do have similar expectations and similar visions for retirement. But it never hurts to go through this exercise so that you can make sure you're on the same page before making such a big decision like retiring is. Number three, listen to episodes 13 and 14, which were the last two episodes in this series just in terms of understanding, have you had enough work? Sometimes people retire and then they immediately miss the workplace. So really making sure that you've had enough work before you're, you're doing so, before you do retire, that's episode 13. And then episode 14 was all about understanding what will you do when you are retired? And we listed about 13 activities that I see people having a lot of success with. These activities that generate fulfillment and they generate purpose, they generate fun, and making sure you understand what that will look like for you is really important. So if you haven't done so already, go back and listen to episodes number 13 and 14, which are the two episodes before this, and that will give you some, some feedback and some things you can think about when it comes to knowing whether you've had enough work, and then number two, knowing what you'll do in retirement. And then fourth, talk to an objective third party. This sometimes really can be a counselor for some people. It can be a friend who's already been retired, a friend with them and their spouse who've been retired, understanding what pitfalls did they run into, what have they really enjoyed, uh, what's been a downside that they didn't really prepare for, or even a financial advisor. Talk to a financial advisor or a financial planner that's guided people through retirement and can understand what things you should look out for versus what things you should really be excited about and understanding again how you can share that same vision and set the right expectations. So if you can do all of this, not just everything we shared in today's episode, but everything we've shared in the past four episodes. So again, number one, do you have enough money? And notice that was the only one we actually talked about from a financial standpoint. So many people spend all their time talking about retirement in terms of can they afford it? Are they in a position to be able to do what they want to do? And that's great, but that's only step one. The three things we talked about after that of have you had enough work? 
Do you know what you're going to do in retirement? And are you and your spouse on the same page? Those are things people don't spend enough time thinking about. So if you can listen to these episodes and if you can listen to those questions and give a resounding yes to each of them, then you're in a great position to retire. You should feel confident and not just confident, you should feel excited about your retirement because it can be an amazing next season for you. But if you've listened to any of these and you say, you know what, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not financially ready or I haven't had enough work or I don't know what I'll do or I don't know if my spouse and I are on the same page when it comes to retirement. If you answer no to any of those, take do some of the action steps that we talked about on each episode. Implement some of this. Have the conversation with your spouse. Reach out for people. Reach out to people that can help. Because if you can't fully confidently answer yes, you might run into some pitfalls in retirement. So that's it. That concludes this series on Countdown to Retirement. If there's any specific questions or anything you would like to know when it comes to retirement planning, this show's all about you. So go to the readyforretirement.co website. Again, that's readyforretirement.co. And there's a page there where you can submit your own question, whether it's a series or a specific question. No question is a dumb question. So submit your question. I would love to answer on a future episode. I want to make this show as valuable as it possibly can to you. And so that's it for our Countdown to Retirement series. And we'll see you next time for a future episode. Thank you for listening to episode number 15 of the Ready for Retirement podcast. As a reminder, the show is now on YouTube under the channel Root Financial Partners. So please subscribe at YouTube if you want to be able to watch the episode. I'll also include a link to the YouTube channel on the Ready for Retirement website. That can be found at readyforretirement.co. And this is episode number 15, which you can find there. To see the other show notes, the resources mentioned in today's episode, please head over to the Ready for Retirement website as well. Again, that's readyforretirement.co. And if you have not done so already, please subscribe to the show. A new episode is released every single week. And by subscribing, you'll be notified each time that happens. And then finally, this show is designed to answer your questions about retirement. So if you have a question, chances are good that someone else has the same exact one. Feel free to submit that question. I'll answer it anonymously on a future episode, and that can be done by going to the Ready for Retirement website. And there's a page called Submit a Question where you can submit that question for me to answer in a future episode. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate you very much, and I'll see you next time. Hey, everyone. It's me again for the disclaimer. Please be smart about this. Before doing anything, please be sure to consult with your tax planner or financial planner. Nothing in this podcast should be construed as investment, tax, legal, or other financial advice. It is for informational purposes only.